Good morning, everyone. We are live for the Daily Drop-In with the Teach Better team, where we have the opportunity to stream live to you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn every single morning here with the Teach Better team. We had some tech issues all stinking morning. We have been problem solving. We've been doing our best to come live with you and have a great show on this very, very special Thursday but unfortunately, we just could not figure it out. So we are going to have a quick show to start off your day with just me. And our hope would be that you have a fantastic Thursday and head into the wonderful elements that will be for May 5th. I will say we will still have a few segments. So of course, if you want to participate in the comments or bring us any questions during our brainstorm bank, um, the reason Daily Drop-In existed for the you know last few years was to make sure that we were accessible for you. So even though our guest wasn't able to join us this morning, and even though we are overcoming a number of different hurdles, we just wanted to be here live with you to check in, to see if you needed anything, and to ensure that you still got your dose of daily drop-in. For those of you who are committed to starting your morning off with our Teach Better family, I will be right back here in just a second, and we will do our best to have a quick little show starting off this Thursday. Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday, May 5th. It is Cinco de Mayo, and so many of us I know are getting into gear, getting set for a successful Thursday. We have had some massive tech issues. We have not, unfortunately, been able to get our guest on the stream, which was completely not her fault. Shout out to Pamela Hall doing incredible things. And we are going to head into a little bit of a quicker show for us this morning but the Teach Better team is committed to being here as often as we can every single day to ensuring that we are here to help you. We have the incredible Brian Fennell backstage, though. So maybe we're going to do this the right way. Hey, Brie. Good morning, Ray. Good morning. Are you just joining us live on a whim? This is like such a fantastic like surprise this morning. Yes. I can't be here for too long because I have a meeting, but... I just wanted to hop on here for Teacher Appreciation Week and say hi to my good friend, Ray. Bree, you're the best. I love it. You know, honestly, it's so challenging every morning when you log on for the daily drop-in live stream and you run into tech issues, right? It's just like in the classroom, you're problem solving, you're trying different things. And I appreciate you jumping in and saying hi for as long as we can have you. That's such a wonderful opportunity. So how's your morning been so far? It's been great. Um, just went and did my CrossFit workout and then got ready for my meeting. And my kids are actually dressed. So this just was like a perfect opportunity. Wow. They're dressed and ready for the day, Thursday, oh May God. 5th. And I mean, I know it's 7 a.m. your time. That's a successful morning, I think. I think so, too. It was meant to be. I love it. Hey, Brie, for our friends who may not be familiar with, with you, because obviously you and I get to work with each other every single day, will you tell us a little about yourself? 
Absolutely. My name is Brianne Fennell, and I am a member of the Teach Better team. Um, I'm also a first and second grade looping teacher, so I get to go hang out with awesome second graders this morning because um, I'm at the end of this loop, and I am an author with Edumatch. I have a couple books, including Play Yay, um, and I don't know. I just uh, am thankful to be here and to be an educator and just appreciating all of my friends and colleagues who are teachers for Teacher Appreciation Week. I love it, Bree. You know, truly, if any of you are listening or popping in now, maybe for the first time meeting Bree, Bree is a must follow on all platforms and definitely an educator that whether you know it or not, you're engaging with her. Bree is like, I mean, Bree, you do so much on our team, but you're involved, just to name a few, you're involved in heavily, when I say heavily, I mean heavily in the Teach Better Conference planning. You're involved yeah. heavily in all of our marketing and social media department and you're involved heavily in Brain Break. So you are all over the board. Even if people don't know that you are so involved, you're probably engaging with our community on a daily basis. Absolutely. It's been great this week just to see everybody supporting teachers, supporting each other, supporting people that they've had as educators. But if I can challenge everybody today to, if you are a parent, and you're on social media, just do a little shout out to your kid's teacher. Like it doesn't have to be something that you buy them to appreciate them. Just, you know, go on there and just give them a little shout out. It'll make their day. I won't lie, Brie. I feel like every teacher appreciation week, I am desperate for a principal donut. Like I'm just, I want like the donuts. I want the candy. I want the, I want the balloons in the teacher's lounge more than ever. And I don't know if it's just the time and place that we're in, or if I'm just, I've, I've missed it every single year. And this has been the, the year that I've actually seen it. So many educators are calling for respect. They're calling to be seen and they're calling for some acknowledgement of the work that they've done. And what I really value is that a lot of the educators that are sharing this are also community members. They're also parents. And so I really appreciate that reminder that we too have an opportunity to kind of craft the narrative of Teacher Appreciation Week by modeling the behavior we want to see done. And, you know, by being active community members and making other teachers feel and seen and everything in between. So I love that challenge. That's so important. So good. You know, Brie, we have a, a weird show for us this morning because um, shout out to Pamela Hall. It was completely not her fault. We had a hundred tech issues. We were problem solving through, but Brie, really, really appreciate that you're able to jump in here. Are you open to celebrating some good news with us before you head out for your day? Absolutely. Let's celebrate. All right. Let's get into some good news. There's some good ones today. We're going to get into some holidays today that we can be celebrating and a good news article that Brie, I am really excited for. So are you up for celebrating some holidays? Yes, let's do it. All right. As many of you know, it is Cinco de Mayo, so there will be some fun had with that. I will say, and I'm admitting this on camera, Brie, I know Cinco de Mayo. I know that I am planning on having some incredible food to celebrate, but until this morning, I had not truly taken the time to research what this holiday was all about in the Mexican culture. Have, are you familiar with Cinco de Mayo's origin? 
tell me a little bit more about it, right? Yeah. So what I love is that if you go to nationaltoday.com, especially, I mean, it's a U.S. based company. They not only go through the holidays every single day, they go through the explanation and they go through the historical timeline of the holiday, which I find most interesting because as I'm reading the overview of Cinco de Mayo, there's a lot to celebrate. It was, you know, but what I really value is kind of seeing how the, how the holiday came to be. So back in 1862, there was a battle that was won in Mexico, which was their triumph over French forces. And then in um, May of that year, they decided that this would be the celebration that it would take place um, and it would be a holiday that they would celebrate as they as they continue forward. So in the Mexican culture, this is not Independence Day, which is a common misconception, but it is the winning of a war that continued to you know, allow the Mexican people to, to stay in their homeland and continue to build an incredible community. There are a lot of ways to celebrate in this article specifically jokes that everybody likes to get included because of the great food and get great beverages that are associated. So for those of you that are looking to celebrate, I think not only taking time to educate yourself on this holiday, but also probably eating some good food and celebrating some incredible cultures that whether you're part of it or not, I would support uh, everybody celebrating all the cultures of the world. So I think this would be a good day to, to celebrate other people. If you're not, if you're not specifically in that Mexican culture, what are your thoughts on that Brie? I agree. I feel like anytime we have um, different celebrations that we're partaking in, I feel like it's a good thing to, you know, do a little bit of research and making sure that you, you know, are promoting something that, um, that you're aware of, like why you're doing it. So. Yeah, that's the, that's the mindset, right? We, when we know better, we do better. And so every single opportunity we have to learn about another culture, their traditions, their history, I'm a huge advocate for that. So I hope you all enjoy celebrating Cinco de Mayo, whether you are personally celebrating it or just celebrating it to celebrate others. Um, we'd love to hear your stories on how that goes. It's also National Hoagie Day, which is that that bread, you know, a hoagie sandwich. Yeah. Have you had one of those? I have. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, I've had one at, there was this huge, I don't know, it's called, I guess it's a flea market. Okay. So we called it the Rogers Sale, and that is where you would get some good hoagies. There you go. So in, if you want, um, in addition to the incredible food you're going to have for Cinco de Mayo, maybe bite into a hoagie as well. This sounds like we're going to be very full by the end of the day. Right. It's also it's also International Midwife's Day. It's um, National Astronaut Day, which could be a really fun opportunity to bring that into the classroom. And it's also National Cartoonist Day. Another day I think might be interesting to bring into our classrooms. Bree, I know you focus a lot on play what is your thoughts on bringing like drawing and art into the classroom? Absolutely. I love like some of my favorite um, people I could just shout out. Um, drawing with Mr. J um, is an awesome one to bring into your classroom. Um, Steve Harpster has some really cool like he takes like numbers and letters and turns them into drawings. And so those are some great educators to go out and follow and and bring those into your room today. Oh, so good. I always love finding a good YouTube channel that I can throw up really quick. I know it's safe content. I know it's good for students and give students like a two to three minute brain break, you know, like throwing it up and saying, all right, everybody needs a piece of paper. Everyone grab a marker and 
challenging them to to participate actively in in the YouTube clip. I love the number drawing. Every single student can at least engage in that. That's powerful. Love that. Yeah, I'm throwing some of those in the comments if anybody wants to grab them. Yeah, if you're following us on uh, Facebook or YouTube specifically, you'll be able to see those links and be able to check those out. I like that shout out, Brie. There is a good news story for this morning. Brie, before you head out, I'd love to have you hear this one because it might save you some time in May, which, you know, our time is so valuable. It says here that no mow May gives you a reason not to mow the lawn leaving the weeds to feed the bees. So as many of you know, um, backyard bee conservation is very, very important and impactful in our communities as we continue to support the bee population that is struggling and us doing our best to ensure that we are allowing the bees to thrive. Uh, in North America, they're calling for a no mow May, meaning don't mow your lawns. What they're joking about is the opportunity for weeds to actually help us enhance our bee population. I won't lie. I hate mowing my lawn. So any excuse not to mow, I think I can get on board. It might look a little messy, but if I could constantly argue that I'm supporting the bee population, maybe this is the good way to go. That's so funny, Ray, because I saw this news story and I sent it to my husband and he was like, um... No way. Like, I'll plant some flowers, but, you know, he's got to have his lines on his on his yard. I know. I do love the look of the lines, but the lines are really for, you know, my personal enjoyment. If I don't mow, I'm helping an endangered species. I mean, really, I'm saving the world one weed at a time. That's very true. <laughs> For those of you that are looking to bring articles into your classroom, bringing in a good news story is always a great way to foster discussion, maybe get a good giggle, and also be able to, to celebrate those relationships. Bri, I know you're heading into a very, very busy Thursday, but anything specific that's on your to-do list as you head into school later this morning? Um, we are going to be doing some little celebrations for Mother's Day or uh, a special person in my student's life. And so we are, we're just going to do some creative things today. So I'm excited to, to do that. We're also studying um, some like economic topics. And so we had a cool program that was called Junior Achievement, where we're learning about community members, and we're going to visit the fire station next week. We just have a lot of really good learning still going on in May. Shout out to Junior Achievement doing incredible things across the across the country. I know they might be a global company. I actually don't know, but especially in the U.S., Bree, my family used to sit on the board of Junior Achievement in Chicago, and I, it's a very like close spot to my heart. Inspired me a lot when I was a kid. So for those of you who may not be familiar with that nonprofit, definitely go check that out. There's some incredible people working hard, and you know they've struggled, Bree, during um, COVID because so much of what Junior Achievement did prior to COVID was truly going into schools and creating learning experiences for students that the teacher could be more of a participant in rather than a facilitator. And um, with those powerful volunteers that made that program come to life, um, COVID obviously really impacted their ability to engage with schools. So if any of you are interested in bringing them into your schools, that might be a good opportunity to partner with a community group. What's so nice too is like as an educator, 
like they're bringing information into the classroom that's meeting my standards. And so it's really allowing students to partake in something and hearing a different voice. But also, like as an educator, I don't have to worry because they really do a good job integrating those those content standards and bringing in people from the community that, you know, have an investment in our in our education. Totally, totally agree. That's so powerful. I love that you're doing all that. It's interesting. This week was a hodgepodge of a lot of different things between Cinco de Mayo today, Mother's Day is this Sunday. For those of you who need that reminder, go order your flowers, plan your Sunday accordingly, maybe nudge your um, friend or husband or colleague, anybody who needs to have that reminder. Mother's Day is Sunday. The Kentucky Derby is this weekend as well, which I know many people are a fan of. There was something else. There's just a lot going on. There really is a lot going on. Um, we have a fine arts festival at our district level this weekend. And something that's super cool about our district is that, you know how they have like signing things for sports or military, like when you um, commit as a senior? Well, ours has like a fine arts commitment. And so they have a little ceremony for people who are going into the arts. And so I just feel like, what a great way to just support all kids, you know, and that they'd started that a few years ago. And I thought that was really neat, but we have like choir concerts and art show, so many great things happening at our district level this weekend too. Oh yes. Oh my God. So many things going on in the communities. I didn't even think of, you're right. That just sparked uh, a lot of college and university graduations this weekend as well as that starts to kick off. So Holy moly. You know, Bree, there might be a few people listening that love that idea of the fine art signing. I just want to make a special note that if, if somebody is listening and has questions on that, maybe they want to implement that in their your, in their own communities or in their own high schools, can they reach out to you to learn more about how that's all done? Absolutely. Yeah. If you have any any questions about that or junior achievement or anything um, with the drawing, yeah, reach out. I'm always happy to talk to educators. Friends, you may not see Brie on screen every single day, but she is literally an incredible essential element of our team. So reaching out to her, just like any other member of our team that you may be familiar with, is always an open door. So anytime you hear something, reaching out is good. Brie, I'm not sure how long we have you. Oh, Brad Hughes is noting that there's also a Formula One (laughs) Miami Grand Prix this weekend. Brad, I am learning about F1 still. And if you're telling me there's a race, I'm going to watch that on Sunday as well. So thanks for that reminder. See, this is why you need friends that can remind you of of new hobbies that you're taking up. Yeah, and to send you awesome teacher appreciation gifts. See? Yeah. There you go. I I do have to leave you, Ray, to go to my meeting. No problem. Thank you so much for popping in. I know we've had tech issues, but we're actually going to head into brain break. So we're going to say goodbye to you, Bree. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Thursday. Thank you for jumping in. And friends, we'll be right back with our brainstorm bank. Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday, May 5th. And as we noted previously, we are just having oodles of tech issues over here in our Teach Better daily drop-in community. But I will tell you that from the very beginning, whether we had a guest or not, daily drop-in was committed to being here every single morning. And we wanted to create a space where we were accessible to you. So whether you were problem solving through a hurdle 
or um, just looking for a boost in the morning, the Daily Drop-In Morning Show was truly created back in March of 2020 to ensure that our community had a space, an outlet to ask questions, gain insight, and continue to, to be the family that we have always and will continue to be. So even with tech issues, we wanted to come together and do a little quick show for you, hopefully to kick off a wonderful Thursday morning for you, but also open it up and take a moment to say, hey, friends, do you need anything? We know that as you continue to problem solve through so many different hurdles that you might engage with throughout your day, whether it be supporting a student in the best way possible, hearing some challenging news that you need to gain some perspective or ideas in, or even just striving to foster relationships with your colleagues, we are here to problem solve alongside you. Um, I definitely don't promise to have all the answers, but definitely would love to be a part of that brainstorming if any of you are currently um, dabbling with any hurdles uh, that you are working through. Thankfully, I will say that many educators I've spoken to this week are enjoying a wonderful week, especially here in the U.S., celebrating Teacher Appreciation Week. I know all over um, in our world, this week is celebrated differently, but definitely for those educators in the U.S., it's very common practice to celebrate the whole week and really ensure that educators are showered with appreciation and gifts. So for those of you that are um, taking part in that celebration, we hope you're having just such a wonderful week. If you're not taking part in that celebration or if your community is not taking part, please know that here in the Teach Better family, we are continuously celebrating teachers, not just this week, but especially this week. If you head to teachbetter.com slash appreciation, you actually can sign up to win. We're giving away 22 gifts in 2022. Uh, and I do know that with how many people have submitted, we might need to give away a few more than 22 because we wanna make sure that every educator feels appreciated and valued in our Teach Better family. If you head over to teachbetter.com slash appreciation, you just need to sign up once. There's 22 different gifts that you can win. Um, everything from free tickets to the Teach Better conference to free professional development at the elementary school level, the high school level, the middle school level, um, we're giving away free coaching sessions, free access to our Teach Better Academy. And then we have some fun ones. And maybe that's what I'm most excited about. I know I always appreciate some opportunities to go into new school buildings and interact with new staff. I'm not trying to diminish that. But holy, holy moly, I'm so excited for the, the life-size Jenga set we're giving away, the life-size Connect 4 that we're giving away, kind of everything in between. So if you haven't gone over to teachbetter.com slash appreciation, please make sure you register to have an opportunity to win one of those prizes. And uh, I'll be rooting for you if that helps. So fingers crossed. Um, as we head into this Thursday, um, I think there's so many different things to consider. One of which is our appreciation for our teachers in the world, our appreciation for our friends, our colleagues, but also our appreciation for our Teach Better family. Um, it's interesting when I joined the Teach Better community, it was about 2017 when I joined the Teach Better community. And earlier this week, if you're active on Daily Drop-In, you saw me interview Taylor McCormick, who was a, a clinical student in my, in my classroom for a period of time before I even connected with the Teach Better team, which when I gained some perspective after talking to her after the show, I was kind of remembering that there was a time in my life when I wasn't a member of the Teach Better community, um, which... I'm not trying to sound ignorant, but like that's shocking to me, right? I, I feel like the Teach Better family has not only developed me as an educator, 
um, but truly developed me as a person. And it was really um, an interesting moment this week, kind of gaining that perspective of, oh my gosh, I guess this wasn't, this hasn't been a part of my life, my entire educational career. And it's actually only been about five years that I've been a part of this Teach Better family. Um, and I think that that reminder was not only valuable to me in general, but truly valuable this week as I get into Teacher Appreciation Week, um, really knowing that not only do I love this incredible field and I've wanted to be a teacher for so, 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 so long, uh, but really acknowledging that not only teachers have had a massive impact on me, but this community of teachers has had an incredible impact on me. And being able to see it grow and develop has just been awe-inspiring. When I joined the Teach Better community back in 2017, and it was founded in 2015, as many of you know, you celebrated a seventh birthday with us in March. Um, it was a community, a small community of educators that were banding together that saw this this opportunity that we had to ensure that schools around the world were not only rigorous, but truly committed to giving students invaluable learning opportunities. And then in part, also ensuring that our teachers were supported and not just supported by having a one-off hour professional development or a high five as they walked down the hallway, but really creating an environment, a norm that educators were celebrated and supported with feedback, tools, resources, and a community of problem solvers. And being able to see other educators like you who might be listening this morning, or even if you're catching this later on Teach Where I Talk podcast, knowing that you could hopefully have been positively impacted by joining a community of educators that are committed to research-supported best practices and instructional models but also ensuring that we are supporting one another holistically, right? I love when we're able to talk about supporting the whole child, you know, in our in our schools, but here in the Teach Better community, we also believe in supporting the whole teacher. So whether it's kicking off your morning with some educational discussion on daily drop-in or encouraging you to disconnect and relax on uh, Brain Break, which we're able to do every Wednesday. Shout out to Dave, who, so, who uh, facilitated brain break yesterday. Um, I really value these opportunities to connect with our community. And as we continue to grow, who knows where we're going to be 10 years from now, but thrilled that today here in 2022, um, tech issues or anything galore, we still get to come together and, and wish you just a wonderful day. Um, May uh, or March of 2020, uh, I vividly remember sitting in a, I was in downtown Chicago. Jeff Gargas and Shadrashevsky were in town. Uh, we were supposed to have a meeting where we brought everyone from the Teach Better team into Chicago. We had this like whole weekend planned and COVID shut everything down. And while COVID was shutting the world down in uh, March of 2020, Jeff and Chad were actually already on their way to Chicago. So we just decided, okay, the three of us will get together. We were sitting in a showroom in Chicago, which is a whole separate story of why we were there. And we were, it was a Sunday morning and we were like, what in the world are we going to do to support our Teach Better community? And there was a lot of brainstorming going on, going on. What, what blogs can we write? What, what, you know, podcasters can we reach out to in our podcasters network to create episodes, to support our teachers? 
what professional development should we should we develop? Um, how should we reach out to the districts and schools that we're currently working with to to really lend our support? And the reality was is that even with our spinning wheels trying to find the way to best support our community, no one knew what was going to come of this global pandemic. And the best thing that we could offer was to be accessible. So even in the most challenging of times, even in the mornings when tech issues arise, or even in those mornings when everything seems to be going wonderful, I just want to be here this morning to give you a reminder that our community is here. Our community is here to connect with you, to inspire you, to drink coffee with you, and to wish you a wonderful, wonderful Thursday. So we hope that as you head into today, um, you continue to celebrate and support those a part of the Teach Better community, to welcome newbies and new friends in to our Teach Better community, and of course, to even support those educators who may not be aware of our Teach Better community, because regardless of where you are in the world or what you do as a profession, um, we support you, we appreciate you, and we hope that you have just an incredible day. So. I'm going to head out on this wonderful Thursday morning. I wish you nothing but an incredible Thursday. And as you uh, as you think through anything, if you need anything, our team is here. Don't forget to head to teachbetter.com slash appreciation to sign up for those gifts. We'll be back tomorrow morning with Brad Hughes on the Daily Drop-In celebrating a Friday. You know there's going to be some good jokes and puns. So I cannot wait. Um, and we'll see you then. Have a great Cinco de Mayo, friends. Happy, happy May 5th. Thank you.